And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father through the Son and by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, having the commandments of God is exceedingly important, but not if we don't keep the very commandments that we have. In better words, having apple pie with ice cream is fantastic, but eating apple pie with ice cream is the best. In our case, if we keep the commandments, all three basically is defined as Jesus by Jesus, then a miraculous door opens. Jesus manifests himself to those who keep his commandments. That's pretty cool. Next, the world has patterns. They have philosophies that go back to the days of the Garden of Eden. Eat the fruit because it looks good and then become like God. That was the first temptation, and humanity is still failing this exact moment over and over again, including many Christians, many times myself as well. And finally, need milk? Sometimes need help? All the time. If the Lord offered us help on a regular basis, would we be inclined to accept his help? That is an interesting question since he does make that offer and we don't avail ourselves of this help. I wonder why that is. Maybe we don't know better. Perhaps we don't feel worthy. And maybe we're just not too bright. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Ouch. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities. And oy vey, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us live during the show, 214-210-8483. I don't know if standard rates apply. I don't know what your plan is. It's just that simple. 214-210-8483. Also, you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that call, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Talking at Dynamite D is like getting an unexpected blessing from your neighbor that you never anticipated. Oh, Ooh, that's really out there, huh? That's like, wow, this is just like the time of giving and receiving. That's like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, we do want you to have that opportunity. Maybe it's a praise report. Maybe it's a prayer request. That's okay. If it's a prayer request, we'll join our faith with yours. If it's a praise report, we'll rejoice with you. 
We're following the Hebrews 3.25, Hebrews 10.25 approach. We're trying to strengthen and encourage one another as we see the return of Jesus Christ getting closer and closer and closer and closer it gets, right? I mean, you just if you watch the news for five minutes, first of all, go take a shower. <laughs> then recognize everything that they're trying to do has their intent and purpose. Nobody's out there just going, I'm just sharing what's out there. I'm just sharing. That's not what's happening. But the, the fact of the matter is that the truth has to be in charge of all the things that take place, and only biblical truth is genuine. That's how it goes. So the bottom line is for me to encourage you to engage, participate, do whatever you can, and see if you can answer this trivia question. Who said, if you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have solved my riddle? Who said that? Probably didn't say it that way, but, you know, hey. Give it, give it an opportunity. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You'd also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. I'd like to take the time to catch you up on some of the things that are going on within the old family realm. Number one, be praying for Noel and I, as we have talked about making a move closer to the station. But that would require her to perhaps take a different position, which right now would be my dream and a blessing for her. But we'll just leave it there. <laughs> Let's just say that her work, kind of like a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. Come on out this way, Dave. <laughs> we're, we're working it. We're working it. That's number one. Number two, I talked to my daughter uh, like three days in a row. Uh, and uh, kids are doing fine. They're sick, but they're doing fine. But she is really sick. And she's. she wrote me and she said, <laughs> you have to appreciate that she's in her 30s. Okay? So uh, uh, Dynamite D could appreciate this. But she said, I'm sick. It feels like, it feels like death. Like she's the, and then I wrote her back and said, "Well, that's why we live by faith and not by our feelings, honey." <laughs> I'm saying because it feels like this. I mean, listen, I've been there. I've gone to these places where I've eaten ten tacos off of a ten taco bar, a Chorritos, and and Mountain Dews, and I absolutely did not feel the love of God. But boy, I can tell you some things I did feel like. And they weren't pleasant, <laughs> so feelings are not always the facts, as, uh, as you can uh, fully understand that. So what I'd love people to do is pray for her that she would feel better because uh, Jared has to have a, a small operation. It's not a major deal, but it, he's going to be out of the pockets. So that means Julian has to cover all four, and she doesn't feel good. And that's hard, right? That's a hard thing. So I'm going to pray for her and our audience for health. So let's pray real quickly for that. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you. We just acknowledge you in everything and in every way. And for every dumb thing we've done, we apologize. We're sorry. We're sorry that we don't have the that walk the way we need to and even the way we want to, Lord. And you know what's in our hearts. And we petition you on behalf of our brothers and our sisters, and we ask you in the name of Jesus, to your glory, that you would physically touch people in our lives. I'm praying for my daughter, but I'm praying for Gary, and I'm praying for, for Brother Ace. I'm praying for people who are hurting. Of course I'm praying for relationships and so on, Lord, but this is physical pain, physical difficulty. Touch Julianne and lift her up and strengthen her. And do the same for the people that we know and that we're connected to. 
and let your love just be poured out upon them. We want them to be well. We want to rejoice with them. Give us the chance to rejoice with our brothers and sisters. And do it all to your glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Okie dokie. So uh, I will give one quick acknowledgement, and that is Joanne does agree with Dynamite D about a mayonnaise sandwich. I was only joking. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to work on that. I'm just telling you right now, a mayo sandwich. Now, mayo with something else, delicious. Yeah, like turkey or, you know, chicken or anything, right? Not corned beef, folks. Let me explain something to you. You don't put mayo on corned beef unless you're much more of the Gentile persuasion. Oh, wow. <laughs> just thought I'd get that in there. A couple of, couple of jabs there for some people that listen. John 14, 21. Here we go. Oh, enjoy it. Uh, Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. So here's something that is absolutely, positively amazing. Jesus makes a commitment to manifest himself in whatever fashion that's going to be. I don't know. In whatever way it's going to be. I don't know. He's going to present or to, to make it known that he's there in some way, great great way that will bless you and strengthen you and encourage you. And I got news for you. If you were sitting in a room praying and Jesus popped up, you'd be one happy person. You'd be like, all right. So whatever that manifestation is, however the Lord's going to manifest himself, that's fantastic. But he does give this prerequisite. You got to keep his commandments. You can't just have the commandments. You got to keep them. Now, keep in mind, he had just said in the in you know literally John thirteen thirty four and five. So a chapter earlier, the new commandment I give you: love one another. So does the summation of the commandments: love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Love your neighbors, you love yourself. Which, by the way, you never love your neighbor to the detriment of your love to God. In other words, you love God first and foremost. You don't acknowledge and accept sin by saying, I love my neighbor's sin. That's me loving my neighbor because you just unloved God. So you can't do that. So the bottom line is you love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind first. Love your neighbors. You love yourself. And the new commandment Jesus gave, love one another, which is a direct reference to the, to the brotherhood. And he said, if you're doing that, if you're really going after that, if you're keeping that, if you're walking in that, I'm going to say hi, and you're going to go, wow. <laughs> How cool is that? He's making a commitment. The desire and the passion for keeping the Lord's commandment proves a sincere love for God. Now, there's things that I wish I did in the Lord, and I don't, I don't come before the Lord and say anything other than, you know, I want to do it. I mean, I do want to do I want to do all those things right. I want to be right. I want to walk in it right. I want to have the right attitude. When I hear something, I don't want to react in the flesh. I don't want to be reactionary. I want to be actionary. It's one of the things that Tommy Barnett taught. And it's, it's important to understand to be actionary, not just reactionary. Don't just react. But move forward. Take, you know, take a positive step forward towards the Lord and in the Lord. And there's this, this desire and passion that most of us have to really please him. Well, Say that. Tell him that. As you're walking in that, he will show himself to you and I. The believer who loves Jesus will often find and engage with the love that comes from Jesus. You come across it, you get to share it. Sometimes it's even beyond us. The problem is that when all of us got saved, we knew the love, and then we either 
didn't stay as connected to the Lord or allowed sin to deceive us and say he doesn't love us the same way, or a host of other lies. It's like, that's not true. God loves you just as much today as the first day you recognized he loved you. He doesn't love you any less. And what's awesome is the Lord has, he will, and will do so in the future, manifest himself. He'll reveal himself. He'll show himself to you and I as we continue to walk in that. You want a reason to obey the commands? You'll get to know Jesus deeper and closer and more profoundly than you ever have before. That's a pretty good reason right there. All right, who said, if you're not plowed with my heifer, you have not solved my riddle? And the answer is Samson. Samson said it. Samson. Nice job, girls. Very good work. All right, folks, we're going to take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no baloney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. With his special guest today, focus on the family trauma specialist, Tim Sanford. People, as they try to sort this out, they, they, they go through this, uh, they, they go through maybe a litany or a list in their mind and try to evaluate, well, you know, is this this and is this this? And, and what you said right there is the key, that the core of our strength, the core of our ability to, to go on yet for another day in the midst of what we would consider to be uh, chaos, both uh, socially, politically, and, and in other realms, is the Lord. I mean, the Lord gives us the ability. Mean, until he blows that trumpet, we are not done. Exactly, and that's where we come back to people ask me, well, again, the why, why, why questions that people all across the U.S. are asking. And my best theological accurate answer I can give them is, I don't know. I don't stop there. That is an accurate answer. I finish my answer then by saying, here's what I do know. I know that God is still on his throne. I know that God knew what was going on. I don't know why he no I don't know why that here's what I do know God is a still a loving God he still is in charge here's what I do know here's what I do know here's what I do know The David Spoon experience you may be from a Baptist background a Pentecostal background a non-denominational background 
David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. You know, I'm not feeling a lot of rust, I got to tell you. I'm feeling kind of like I'm just like right back in the swing of it. I must have came in swinging. Huh? I said you came in swinging. Yeah, just like, I'm like, yeah, I love it. All right, here we go. This is not easy. Is that a nice way to say that? That's a great way to say it. Okay, good. It's not easy. True or false, cinnamon was mixed with olive oil for anointing priests. Hmm. Interesting. Cinnamon was mixed with olive oil for anointing priests. Here is your only hint, Exodus 30. That'll tell you. I mean, you just, oh, okay. There you go. There it is. Uh, if you think you know, 972-445-0770. Of course, you got a 50-50 chance. 214-210-8483. That would be the text. David at he must org. That would be the email. In the meantime, I do have some I consider worthwhile one-liner jokes. Haven't you missed that? I mean, it's been six days since we did this, haven't you? Right? And what was our last trivia question was about Samson. So there we go. We're going to start off with our first joke about Samson. Why, why did Samson try to avoid arguing with Delilah? Why did Samson try to avoid arguing with Delilah? Here's the answer. He didn't want to split hairs. Nip it in the bud. Why did the church come with an expiration date? Because it was perishable. Get it? God be praised. Perishable. Okay. Let's somebody get offended at this, but stop doing that. Three pastors walk into a bar. The fourth one ducked. <laughs> See, that's just. Why you stuck up, half-witted, <laughs> scruffy-looking nerf herder? Scruffy looking. Who's scruffy looking? <laughs> That's from Star Wars for those that don't know. Alright. How many Presbyterians does it take to change a light bulb? Don't get offended. This is fun. How many Presbyterians does it take to change a light bulb? Change! My grandfather donated that light bulb. <laughs> Say what? That's great. Uh what do you call a pastor in charge of a play? A spiritual director. Yeah, that's okay. Uh what do you call oh this is cute. What do you call a sleepwalking nun? A Roman Catholic. Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're Roman. See, they're Roman. So come on. And then finally, why don't skeletons play music at church? Because they don't have any organs. Hey, 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 hey. There you go. What do you think? That's not bad, right? Those are pretty not good bad ones. at all. Not bad. All right. Uh, what is our trivia question? <laughs> Where are we? What are we doing? Uh, trivia question. True or false? Cinnamon 
was mixed with olive oil for anointing priests. So there's a part of you that wants to say, well, that's just too bizarre. It has to be true. But then there's this other part of you that say, but Dave's kind of sneaky, so we don't know about that. But then he didn't play the music, so you, you probably want to get out of all that kind of thinking. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. <sighs> Romans chapter 12, verse, by the way, what did I say? Exodus 30, I think is a good hint for that. That's a good place to look. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And some people are like, well, why don't you read the, the whole text? Well, sometimes we do. When we do exegetical teaching, then we do uh, an entire block. That's the only way you have to do it. See, context has to do with what's before, what's during, and what's after. Then every once in a while, there's the, uh, the dynamic application principle, which is where you read a verse, and the verse by itself, something speaks to you in the verse. One word, two word, three words, a sentence, and you're like going, ooh, I needed that. Right? That's part of what we do. We do both. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform. So this word has been bantered about quite a bit, and I'd like to at least explain it uh, in, in a more practical approach. Do not to conform to something is to become similar in form. In other words, if the world says this isn't a sin, but the Bible says it's a sin, but then the church goes, well, the world says it's not a sin, so it must not be a sin, that's conforming to the form of the world. And that's a big-time problem. Most often conforming to something does not happen all at once. It is usually a process. And when the church becomes a little more worldly, so there's people that will argue music, the way that music's played shouldn't be in the church. There's other people that argue this shouldn't be in the church. There's, you know, the fight goes on at, at all levels. But when somebody in a church allows something that is a direct contradiction to the declaration of the truth of God, we know that the barrier has been crossed and the conforming has happened. When we reform ourselves in worldly ways, bit by bit, we eventually begin to look indistinguishable from the worldly. I will tell you something about Jesus. He was and always will be unique. He was not worldly. He was not uh, a person that, you know, he just blended right in. It's like, no, that is not the intent. In fact, when you just blend right in, there's not much of a gospel to share because you're just like everybody else. Here's something that will really uh, tweak your mind if you're following this. That is the exact opposite of holy. Wonder about that whole stuff. God says, You need to be holy, for I am holy. Oh, that means I need to be perfect. Nope. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean perfect. To be holy is to be separated for God. You understand that difference? It's not to be perfect. You were made perfect in the eyes of God by the blood of Jesus. To be holy unto the Lord is to be 
devoted and dedicated and separated unto the Lord. You don't want it to be a place where you and the person from the world, that there's no difference between the two of you, because that just means that that person's Christian life is has no distinguishing marks. There's nothing unique. There's nothing set apart about that person. It's the worst thing ever. Instead, the Scripture says we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So to be renewed means to continually make new. And what is it that makes us new? What is it that we operate with in, in, the, in the most practical sense? Now, we know the Holy Spirit lives inside us. Jesus lives in our heart by faith. The Holy Spirit lives inside us. We're the temple. God the Father is on the throne. Jesus at the right hand interceding for us. But what can we engage in that will help our minds be renewed on an everyday basis so that we're not worldly? Ready? Ready? Here you go. Get ready. Ready? The B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me. I stand by faith on the word of God. It's the B-I-B-L-E. And you think, well, why, why would you say that getting in the Bible enables somebody to have a renewed mind and to be separated unto God? Because in the Word of God, between Genesis 1-1 and Revelation 22-21, with 39 books in the Old Testament, 27 in the New Testament, is the breath of God, the heart of God, the purpose of God, all written by people, inspired, led, directed, and and and. Uh, moved along by or carried along by the Holy Spirit. And we get to understand what God's thoughts are by reading his word. John 17, 17. Listen to this. This will just blow your mind. Sanctify them in the truth. Thy word is truth. That's like set them apart in the truth. Your word is the truth. Separate them through the truth. Your word is truth. And if you engage with that book, if you treat it like it's just a bunch of laws, that's what it will become to you. But if you understand it as the message from God for you, then you will become separated unto the Lord. And you will be a witness and not a victim of the patterns of the world. Get it? True or false, cinnamon was mixed with olive oil for anointing priests, and the answer is true. That is 100% correct. The Exodus 30, 23, 24 would be the reference point you would want to use. We'll take our break, then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Your break will be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. There was a pastor. Now, I use that word with some reservation. Having been involved in uh, ministry and having the privilege of planting seven churches uh, throughout the United States and having three separate ordinations, I have a tremendous amount of respect for people who commit their lives into ministry. Uh, but whenever there's somebody on television or anywhere else that uh, is a nut job, then uh, I just call it like I see it. 
Okay, uh, that's what I call it. Call it like I see it. On the Sean Hannity show, uh, roughly about uh, two weeks ago, a reverend, so-called reverend Oliver White was on the show, and uh, Reverend Wright said this, and I'm going to repeat it because some of these things are just unbelievable. He said that Jesus was wrong about marriage. At least he didn't have the audacity to say he never said anything about marriage. He said Jesus was wrong about marriage and that marriage should be more than between a man and a woman. And then he proceeded to say this statement, ladies and gentlemen. He said this. Now, this isn't even the thing that's irritating. Then he proceeded to say this. If Jesus were alive today, he said, he would say, I didn't know it all. This is a man who's supposed to be representing Jesus Christ as a minister. This guy's no minister. And if you want to say, well, that's judging, I'll take that judgment all day long. All day long, I'll take that judgment, no matter what anybody says. Here's a guy that says two things. One, Jesus was wrong about marriage. Two, if Jesus were alive today, any person who proclaims or professes to be a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ and questions whether Jesus Christ is alive today or not is not a minister, but a false teacher. I don't care. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you think that's mean. That's irrelevant. Facts are facts. And here's the thing that uh, just overwhelms me. This overwhelms me, ladies and gentlemen. Any person who is in public office, now this goes with this, all three, three of these things go together. Any person who is in public office who changes their convictions about same-sex marriage because another family member has made a decision to go into the lifestyle of being gay or lesbian, any person who changes their convictions, their biblical Christian convictions, based on another family member changing their status uh, into a, a gay or lesbian lifestyle, and then that person then changes their Bible convictions to, uh, to accommodate their family member is not fit to be a Christian. That's right. I said it. If Jesus Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready for our next trivia question. Again, you have a 50-50 opportunity on this one. Is the Mount of Olives near Bethlehem or Jerusalem? Oh, it's geography. My worst, worst subject. I like geography. (laughs) I mean, I like it. I just never write. I just don't know what the deal is. I'm terrible at that. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's just one of those things. I mean, I'm just out of place or something. Heaven is my home. Now, math, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> See, no math, I like, depends on the math. Right, is Mount, the Mount of Olives nearer Bethlehem or Jerusalem? There you go. Uh, boy, oh boy, we're getting it, uh, getting some good answers. Uh, I will say that. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, 
you can send an email, David, at he must increase.org. I'm going to send you up to the website, remind you that we're at the end of the year for giving. Not that that's going to have any difference whether you give December 31st or January 1st. You still get the same receipt. The only difference is if you give in January, it'll come a lot later. <laughs> see this? Because it'd be the following year. You see, you see. That's kind of funny. All right, you can't get mad at that. Uh, we do want you to check out, though, there's the prayer form and the praise form. Anything like that, we'll be glad to participate praying for you. Uh, ho- hopefully, everybody is praying for one another in the audience. Please pray for the peace for peace for one another. I think it's a really important element. And then uh, don't forget the schedule next week. We won't be on Monday. It'll be a replay. Should be a good one, but it'll be a replay. Uh, please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Amosincrease.org. Praise report? Amosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Amosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. That was it? What was that? Was it? That was a shorty. That was it. Uh, that was a bird falling inside a tuba. <laughs> I think so. That's a good one. <laughs> there you go. A bird inside it. That's right. Is the Mount of Olives nearer Bethlehem or Jerusalem? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Also, you can text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at he must increase. Dot org. In regards to the giving thing, I ch- probably should have told you that on the website there's an opportunity to give. And if you don't want to give through the website, which you've never had a problem with, but if you don't want to do it, you can send a check uh, and it comes to the studio. So it's just that simple. See what you can come up with. In the meantime, let's do our history, very short history. Let's do our history now. Let's go live in the past. All right, so technically it's Make Cutout Snowflakes Day. I'm not sure what to do with that. I mean, it was cold, but, you know, it wasn't a lot of snow, was there? Not down here and the other parts of the country it was. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And then then on top of that, I think this is cut out like paper uh, uh, snowflakes. This is where they're going on this Interesting. Now, I think this is a good one. I'm going to bring this up, and then I'm going to explain to you two two points that you might not be aware of. They are both rather on the humorous side of things. It's National Fruitcake Day. So for those that don't know, the fourth wise man was the one that had fruitcake. That's why he didn't arrive with them. Hmm. You see, you see, people, see, that's, you just laugh at that, right? And actually, uh, one comedian said there's really only one fruitcake. Everybody just passes it around. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, 1844 on this day, first dental use of nitrous oxide in Connecticut took place. Also, 1932 on this day, Radio City Music uh, Radio City Music Hall opens for the first time. But uh, this this is a classic right here. In 1947, this will be a little before our our good friend D. In 1947, Howdy Doody, the children's television program, made its debut. Howdy Doody. Have no idea. It's howdy duty time. It's howdy duty time. You know what? Stay where you are. You're not missing that much. <laughs> I mean, it was cool, but come on. All right. It's like it's like David and Goliath. You know the old uh, Lutheran uh, puppets, David and Goliath. Hello, David. I mean, you just got like, come on. You gotta help us out. 
All right, if you think you know the answer to the Triv question, we give you that shot. Is the Mount of Olives nearer Bethlehem or Jerusalem? 972-445-0770. Text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at he must increase dot org. Here we go. You ready for this next one? This is a good one. And uh, hopefully I will only I won't get in the way very much by the grace of God. The title of this DDD is called Need Help. Okay, so you have all those campaigns, Need Milk, right? Got Milk, remember that whole thing? There's a great Christian website called Got Questions. Great, 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 great. John 14, 15 through 17. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. We already went through that, didn't we? And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. So this is just, it's just packed with theology. And so we already covered uh, prior in the very first segment about loving Jesus and keeping his commandments. It's great that people are like, oh, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I want to do everything the Lord says. And then people will say, love, love, love. It's all about love, 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 love. But the truth of the matter is biblical love is very different than worldly love. And you cannot say love is love because that's a lie. Biblical love involves discipline and rebuking. Check out Hebrews chapter 12 or Revelation chapter 2 verse 6 or Revelation 3.18. Any of those are fine. doesn't matter. Here's the truth of the matter. If we are sensitive and pursuant of the Lord, he's going to ask the Father, and the Father will give you another helper. Most people don't have a problem with this. this the other helper is the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth. Some religions have tried to capture this as one of their prophets. That's a lie from hell. That doesn't matter. But the Father promises us a helper. And the question that I posed in the beginning of the DDD is, do we need help? And the answer is, God has brought into our lives a helper. And most of us don't recognize that. It is the spirit of truth, which is a wonderful title for the Holy Spirit, specifically because the truth is the word of God. We get that. The Holy Spirit wrote the word of God, but it all comes from the spirit. The spirit not only wrote that word, but the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. And he will be with you forever. Not when you go to heaven in a transformed body does the Holy Spirit then depart from you. That never happens, ever. So Jesus will ask on our behalf, if we're unaware, Jesus' requests are often granted, thank you, for us to get a helper. It's also He's also called the counselor, and that used to be one of the great sayings. What, how's your counseling sessions going? And it's the spirit of truth. And the problem here is simple, and if we could just be honest about it, it might be better. There are tele-evangelists and fearful theology by overactive, extremely quenching leaders that have made this very difficult for Christians. Because some Christians took this to an extreme 
And you never want to touch anything that that's extreme. We're talking about the televangelists who are just kind of freaking out. It's like they kind of ruined part of the understanding of spirit of truth. But then to compensate for that, the more conservative educational leaders overcompensate and make it fearful for you to engage with the Holy Spirit, which is exactly contrary to what Jesus taught. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. That's not an accident that was written in the Scripture. That's 2 Corinthians 13, 14. The word fellowship is koinonia. It means fellowship, association, community, communion, joint participation, engagement, or partnership. And if you just read it, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Nobody having a problem with grace, right? Okay. Nobody having a problem with the grace of Jesus. Got it? The love of God. Not having a problem. God loved us so much. He gave his one and only begotten son. Got it. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The community, the communion, the participation, the partnership, the engagement of the Holy Spirit. Be with you all. That's how we should be operating. He, he, we are given a helper. But some of us are so afraid of doing it wrong. The Holy Spirit lives inside you. He bears to the truth and the testimony of Jesus Christ. It's enough for the church is so afraid. You know, every time there's been a power surge of evangelism or every time there's been a power of any kind of movement of the church that's gone forward, while it, it has been surrounded in prayer, it has been initiated and carried out by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the church had better get on board or just going to keep going through the same thing. There's a helper for you, and he is God wanting to help you. Will, you. will you open that? Will you open your heart to God and let him help you? Just That's the question. All right. There you go. All right. Is the Mount of Olives nearer Bethlehem or Jerusalem? And the answer is <gasps> Jerusalem. The Mount of Olives is near Jerusalem. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. 
To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, he's crying. Now, I was still of the mindset that men don't cry, okay, just so you can know. And I'm getting mad because it's my story and he's crying. And I'm thinking, it's my story. Why are you crying? That's what I'm thinking in my mind. And he's crying. He's apparently a good crier. I don't know what a good crier is. I learned after my dad died, but I mean, somewhat. But this is real. You know, he's sobbing. And I'm like, and he looks up at me after he's cried for about a minute and a half. And his eyes are red. And he looks at me and he says, this is how the Lord hurts for you. And that was it. Bam. It was like somebody just took a hammer and broke my hard heart and my, you know, my pride attitude and my, my over arrogance and my, my everything looking at that guy showing me crying and tears and all I could think of was Jesus wept. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here is your last trivia question. A two-parter. Oh, if you can get one part, that would be good enough. I'd get you to the other part. How many plagues were there, and what was the first plague that Moses and Aaron brought towards Pharaoh through the Lord? How many plagues were there, and what was the first plague? Ooh, 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 kind of a two-parter there, right? You know, kind of break it up a little, do a little different. That's right. 972-445-0770. And you can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. How many plagues were there, and what was the first plague? Ooh, that's a good one, all right? Okay, a couple things to remember, just to make sure everybody's on top. Please pray for the audience. I'm... I'm I am pleading with you as the people of God to pray for the people. Pray for peace. We're going to talk about peace in just a second. Also, don't forget that a week or this coming Monday will be the uh, it's uh, New Year's Day. So, uh, so New Year's Eve is what like Sunday night, and then New Year's Day is Monday. So there'll be uh, nobody at the station. So I'm just telling you that ahead of time. You right, D? You're gonna get a day off, aren't you? You do occasionally you get a day off, don't you? Yeah, I do. Okay, yep. that's nice. I'm glad they don't make you sleep here. That's kind of nice. Okay, I mean that's nice that they so far. Have not so had- far. <laughs> 
<laughs> so far, you haven't had to sleep here. That's good. Uh, also, pray for everybody. Pray for Noel and I. We need to make some decisions on moving. That would be good. We need that because we need to know what we are doing there. That would be really nice uh, to know. We do have somebody calling in on the probably on the trip, so we'll have them answer that. And then uh, don't forget to pray for my daughter. She's on my heart just because what a tough life to have the four kids and then, you know, and then Easton being challenged the way he is. And then also uh, having your husband going to go through a procedure That's and then not feeling good. It's like, wow, it's like loaded up to bear. Uh, we ready for this? We are ready for this. Uh, somebody's ready. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Don. Hello, brother. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. It's kind of cold outside still. Say that again? I thought it was supposed to get hotter. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's this is the warm-up. That, that they said okay. it's warming up. I, I said it was 22 degrees last yesterday morning. Well, that's the warm-up. I know. <laughs> I know. Wow. <laughs> and like, we live in Texas? I know. I know. I mean, I did. I'm just going to be honest. I did send all my kids a text because, you know, I got one that lives with me and another in Tennessee. I said, isn't this nine degrees just the best global warming ever? <laughs> like, I don't remember it being this cold. <laughs> but okay. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. That's all right. All right, my brother. So this is a two-parter, and you know I'll get you there one way or another, but I have confidence in you. First of all. Well, I'll get one part of it right, I, I think, but I'm not sure. You're not sure which one. <laughs> sure which one. All right. How many plagues were there? Well, I you know, I, I should know that. I'm going to say 10, but I, there might That is correct. No, 10. Go with your gut. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, sir. There were 10 plagues. It was like, uh, it's amazing because as you read them, you're just looking at this thing and thinking, what is wrong with Pharaoh? What planet is this dude on that he is just, and the Lord hardened his heart, but it's just like, Dude, you are watching your nation be destroyed. Okay, anyway, we, we won't get into that parallel. Anyhow, then what was the first of the plagues? Isn't that when they turned the water to blood? Yes, like that, that is correct. No! That was because of the Ten Commandments the movie. That is right. And that was actually pretty accurate. That was a really good job. Boy, Excellent, wasn't brother. Wasn't cool the way Trouton had to touch that water and just Yes, that's exactly right. And it's just like, there you go. It was uh, without a doubt. That's the first thing is blood. And the the thing that they didn't get is the blood went. It wasn't just in the, the, the river. The blood was in all the reservoirs. It was everywhere. Oh and it was just like, how would you not go? That's enough. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. I've had enough. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, brother. You have a wonderful. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and I and a super super blessed New Year. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it very very deeply. All right. God bless you. God bye bless bye. You. All right. Bye bye. Nice job. Excellent work. We got a two for on that. Very 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 good. Okay. So, uh, you guys, we just finished Christmas, and I hope everybody did have a nice Christmas, by the way. I know that there's some people that, you know, I don't like to celebrate. It's too commercial, which is fine, okay? In other words, that's fine. Just don't put that on other people. Just, like, be careful. You know, stay true to what the Lord has brought you to in your consciousness before him, okay? That is your responsibility.
If somebody else comes to a different conclusion uh, and, and it not being a salvation issue, because it's not whether you celebrate Christmas or not, is not a, a constitution whether you believe the gospel or not. The, the bottom line is let's not try and put legalisms on one another. Let's remember that if you can't stand by one another, it's going to be a whole other set of problems. Twelve tribes, one Israel. Let's use the example. There's a reason that there are different body parts in the body of Christ, but we all make one body. So there is this one thing I want to teach on. It's a little different. I'm only going to use one verse, but I'm going to talk about it a little bit first. It's just this idea that as Jesus was born, and then uh, we'll get into the death, burial, and resurrection, uh, and the ascension when we get into Easter. There's just some things that I think that Jesus left us that are important for us to engage with. So this is not an exhaustive list. It's These are the things that come off the top of my head, and sometimes I just sit there and think about things like this, which is why my wife says to me two words, therapy. Okay, anyway. <laughs> two words, therapy. Okay. First of all, Jesus left us the truth. And the truth is, is that through Jesus Christ, we have peace with God. I mean, that is just... You just have to understand that 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 in in Ecclesiastes there's this there's this uh, communication which I think was all ordered of the Lord and not just a guy having a really bad time writing a book about this inability to to connect with God at those great levels and it's like Jesus changed that he brought life immort- immortality to light through the gospel. We're going to get into that in a second. But Jesus changed by bringing us the truth. The truth is we're a mess. And what we're entitled to? Nothing. But God redeemed us through the blood of Jesus Christ. That's the truth. He also gave us something that's superbly unique, and I want you to hear this. This is really important. He gave us a graspable eternal life. And you think, what does that mean? See, people have always wanted to live forever, but Jesus demonstrated its ability to be real. He brought to light. In other words, he turned on the light bulb, the lamp, for life and immortality. He brought it to light because he died and rose again. And every one of us went, oh, what? Oh, what? The de- I guess death is not the end. Correct. And he made that graspable for us. A third thing that I want to say, and these are all like little things until I get to the last one. Third thing is Jesus gave us an example uh, of a relationship between humanity and divinity in the way that he engaged with the Father, did what the Father said, spent time with the Father, was about the Father's will, lived to do the things that the Father wanted him to do. He demonstrated seeking first the kingdom of God. Isn't that cool? It's just so cool. I love this stuff. And then the fourth thing, this is all, this is uh, way beyond me. So I'm, I'm, you know, and then the fourth thing is Jesus left us a picture of God's love. You want to know how much God loves you? You read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Just read them. Boom, boom, boom. Don't let anything stop you. Go all the way through. You will see the sacrifice that Jesus made for you and I so that we could simply see the picture that God loves us. 
So the truth, that's what he left us, a graspable eternal life, an example of a relationship between humanity, humanity and divinity. Humidity. That's funny. A picture of God's love. And then finally, Jesus left us peace. John 14, 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You don't have to be afraid, and I don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be anxious. We don't have to feel that anxiety. We don't have to be depressed. A lot of people fight with depression. We don't have to. We Sometimes people get stuck in it. Jesus is the solution. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's the, he's the answer for that. And so he says, peace I leave with you, my peace. Every time the world offers peace, there's a sidebar to it with some kind of sin component. When Jesus gives peace, it passes the heart and the mind and keeps the person steady and still. So he said, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. My peace I leave with you. That is what Jesus left us. Isn't that great? Oh, my goodness. That's just so good. Okay, I got to go. All right, you've been listening to the David Smoot Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.